Welcome to the Bone Coach Show, dedicated to helping you understand all things related to diet, lifestyle, bone health, and how you can live and thrive with low bone density and osteoporosis. I'm your host, Kevin Ellis, certified health coach, health and wellness speaker, and above all else, your bone coach. After being diagnosed with osteoporosis in my early 30s, I transformed my health through diet and lifestyle and now help my clients and community members do the same through my online coaching practice, Bone Coach. Look, there are no quick and easy cures for low bone density, but the choices we make every single day can have a powerful impact on our bones, our health, and our general well-being. I'll share the research, interview the experts, and help you figure out how to get the conditions right in your body so you can better your bones through diet and lifestyle. Short disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor, and this show should not be considered medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare team before making medical decisions and changes to your diet and lifestyle. With that being said, let's get on with the show. So if somebody out there is listening to this and you're feeling really, really exhausted, one, my heart goes out to you because I know what a struggle it is for you. And this is considered an invisible illness where you look so good, people don't understand that you're really struggling with this exhaustion. It happens a lot to women. And I think women, we tend to think a lot of stuff, we just have to take care of it ourselves and kind of keep it from others. And this is one where I would say, if you are struggling with fatigue, if you don't feel like you have the energy to go into your day and feel really excited and good about your day and have sustained energy throughout the day, then I would start beginning to look at, gosh, is it possible that I have one of the root causes that's going into chronic fatigue? If you haven't done so already, especially if you're newly diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis, or if your most recent bone density scan still showed more bone loss, go ahead and pause this episode and head over to bonecoach.com to sign up for your free seven day osteoporosis kickstart guide. That's going to give you everything you need step by step by step over the next seven days to get on the path to improvement and stronger bones. You won't wanna miss that, so pause this right now head over to bonecoach.com and I'll be here as soon as you get back. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Bone Coach Show. Joining us today to explore chronic fatigue and its connection to osteoporosis is Dr. Jenny Tefankian. Dr. Jenny Tefankian, ND, is a functional medicine educator and naturopathic physician who completed her training and residency at National University of Natural Medicine. She went on to be a sought-after adjunct clinical faculty member and ran her own successful private practice in Portland, Oregon. Dr. Tvankian has been treating chronic illness for two decades and has helped her patients, students, and fellow physicians increase their understanding of complex chronic disease. A chronic fatigue syndrome sufferer herself, she had no choice but to dig deep into literature and uncover the root causes of CFS. Through her research and experience, she developed an effective roadmap for lasting change in her patients, seeing them flourish after they'd all given up hope. Many of these patients had seen many wonderful physicians, but they did not know how to assess all the potential root causes of ME and CFS. This led to her realization that she needed to share her clinical wisdom with the wider medical community. Her passion is educating, empowering, and instilling new perspectives, awareness, and ultimately, hope. She sees the potential for a positive domino effect of her work. By guiding others to increase their energy, they in turn will have the vitality to live their purpose, to shine their light fully and benefit all who cross their path. 
She has created online and in-person tools for practitioners and individuals who desire to live with more vitality. She's also the mom of two, happily married, and loves her time outdoors and in the kitchen. Dr. Jenny, it is a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's just great to be here with you. Well, I'm looking forward to this one, and I want to start out with Please tell us about your journey and your story with chronic fatigue syndrome, and how did you get to be such an expert in guiding people with chronic fatigue? Well, it first hit me when I was actually in medical school. I started medical school with my son who was three years old. I decided to become a doctor when I was six months pregnant with him, so you can realize how crazy I was in the very beginning. But something happened in my after my second year of medical school, which is that I decided it was time to have another kid. And I got pregnant and figured that I had hit superwoman status and it would be fine to have, you know, a couple kids while I'm in medical school and make all that stuff happen. But instead, um, I had a miscarriage and I ended up having multiple miscarriages in that year. And my second miscarriage was at 17 weeks and I, I hemorrhaged and I was rushed to the hospital. And this really entered what I call a dark night of the soul for me. And this is a time when literally all systems are down. I believe we have a physical body, this emotional body, and also an energetic body. And all of these can be attested and assessed for. And this was a time, a dark night of the soul, when all of my systems were down. I was in bed, unable to eat, unable to sleep. The other people coming into the room was too overwhelming for me. I completely crashed. I was grieving intensely from the loss of the babies. I'd also lost five other people close to me that year. And I had also been very stressed in medical school with a child, as you can imagine. I was able to get out of this very dark, dark, scary place where I had suicidal ideation and severe anxiety. I was able to get out of that through some help um, from amazing hypnotherapist who helped me understand the power of the subconscious mind and healing. That got me out of of bed and onto the couch, you know, after being in bed for months and months and months where up was my head on the pillow and down was without a pillow. I was that exhausted. I had to be walked to the bathroom. It was very severe. I was able to get down to the couch, but I had to take a whole year out of medical school. And I honestly, I resisted the the diagnosis of chronic fatigue at that time. This was in the 90s and it was called the yuppie flu. And it was pretty much supposed to be just all in your head. And I really didn't want to have that diagnosis of chronic fatigue, but I started to realize that it really did fit. And once I took on and owned the fact that I did have chronic fatigue in those years, I started doing everything I possibly could to get myself better as a, and was able to get back to school and finish school and my residency, but I was still working. I had this nagging fatigue. I still was walking around. I was in my thirties and I felt like I was 95 inside my bones. Like I was just like exhausted all the time and really pushing to make things work. I finally did break through and I got what I call 150% better. And, and that was detoxing all the mercury filling, getting my mercury fillings out and getting ready. And I knew I would never get this again. And I, and I did what I call big wave surfing, where I just full on with life. Like I was working out and meditating and opened up clinics and I had another kid and I was, I was doing literally everything (laughs) and my life was great. And I knew that I would never get to that point again. And then I did. I crashed literally. I had an accident injury. It was a whole variety of things include and ended up very, very quickly 
heading back into that place where I was deeply, deeply fatigued. I was waking up in the morning and I had no idea how I was going to get out of bed. Now, the thing is, I learned a thing. I learned how quick it is to relapse. So anybody that has chronic fatigue, it's very easy to trap, to get stuck back in there. But I, the truth is that I got better before. Those things weren't working this time. Something else was missing. And this is where I, when I realized that although I got myself better, I didn't really deeply understand how, you know, I didn't really understand the roadmap. I kind of lucked out by just throwing lots of things, you know, on the wall and finally some things hit. It wasn't until I got sick the second time and I was lying there in bed, literally, I couldn't sleep because I had severe pain. I had frozen shoulder, I had severe pain and I would, I couldn't sleep. And I was in total fear because before I didn't have a practice. I didn't have, I mean, I could lie in bed and heal. This time I had a practice with an overhead. My family was financially dependent on me. I literally was lying in bed going, I can go into bankruptcy and take my whole family down or I can heal. And I I had no idea how to heal. I was consulting the best people out there and they would have pieces, but nobody had the whole picture for how it was that I could get better. And so I got up at 3.30 in the morning and I just started researching the heck out of it. Like literally just like chronic fatigue, what's going on, what's going on. And this is when I began to realize that there are multiple root causes. And, and this crazy thing happened where usually if I am, um, if I need to take care of myself, my clinic schedule just empties. Like it's just sort of like this relationship I have with my schedule. Like they just go away. And I thought that would happen this time. The opposite happened. I got, my schedule was packed out. I was booked out for months and months and months with these long waiting lists of people coming to see me. They all had chronic fatigue. And this allowed me to really begin to use these things that I was studying and learning and guinea pigging on myself with these people. And the pattern became very clear that there are five root causes to chronic fatigue. And people may have one, two, three, or all five of them. And once you understand what your root cause is, then you can get to this higher level of health. So this was my journey and it was long. It took me years. And, um, you know, I've been very, very fortunate to have really excellent health um, by using these different techniques. That is an amazing journey, uh, and and sounds like you know chronic fatigue has it has a, had a dramatic impact on your life and and the people who are affected by it too. Is there is there a formal definition for chronic fatigue, and is it the same as just low energy? And I guess who would be the person that would be affected by this too? Well, I think there's, there is a formal definition for chronic fatigue, but this is one of the things where it's so confusing, even for practitioners to understand, is that there are multiple different di um, different explanations of what chronic fatigue is, and nobody really agrees. So there's different definitions. There's one that they use in Canada, like somebody has to have these different symptoms, and then it's chronic fatigue. The CDC has one that keeps changing. It's changed multiple times. It just changed again a few years ago. That keeps changing so that a doctor going down that list, it, it, it changes. It's very hard for them. But some of the hallmarks of chronic fatigue are ongoing fatigue that are not, that's not better with rest. So, you know, usually if you're really tired, you finally get that good night's sleep or you go on that vacation, you come back and you feel better. People who have chronic fatigue often don't really feel better with rest, or if they do, it's very, very short-lived. 
I always um, think about, you know, say, is it just somebody who's tired? I think that a lot of people are running around tired and do have chronic fatigue and don't realize they have it because there are many different ways that that tired can show up. I always say that people with chronic fatigue can talk about tiredness, like wine connoisseurs talk about fine wine. Like there's like different kinds of tired. There's the wired and tired. There's the dead exhausted. I don't care what you say. Like I am not moving. If a bomb went off, I'm staying here because I am that tired. Like there's a lot of different kinds of tired. I think, um, and, and so, you know, to say just tired, and I think that's also why this condition is so misunderstood because other people say, well, I'm tired too. You know, what is this? But just to jump back to your question, one of the other hallmarks that has now been included in the CDC definition is something called post-exertional malaise or PEM. And this is where you push yourself a little bit beyond what you do. So if you're out, if you tend to walk two to three miles but you have, it's really great opportunity to do a seven mile hike. You do that seven mile hike and then you are out for days or a week due to, due to just overdoing it. Then that's post-exertional malaise or for somebody else who's struggling with fatigue, maybe for them overdoing it is that they did the dishes and the laundry on the same day. And that wipes them out, you know, increased pain or increased fatigue for the next couple of days. And what's at the root of all this? What What's causing chronic fatigue? Now you just talked about there are five major causes yeah. that you see. Uh, yeah. I would love to understand that a little bit more. Yeah, sure. So the, you know, your question is what is that thing that's underneath? I think that there's always that desire. What is the cause? You know, what is the cause of cancer? What is the one cause of this? What is this? And this is what the medical system has been trying to do for chronic fatigue for decades is say, oh, it's due to this virus. Oh no, it's due to this toxin. Oh no, it's for people who are kind of get depressed a lot. It's, it is a mind thing, you know? And um, this is where I feel like historically conventional system has been very wrongheaded. And fortunately now we are understanding that this is um, due to multiple conditions. And I, the five root causes are hormone, hormone imbalances that I call it the hormone triangle. It's the thyroid, adrenal, ovary, or testy triangle system that's out of balance. I always call this the gateway root cause because so many of us deal with immense amounts of stress, like always, right? <laughs> like how many things did you have to shut off before we started this call, right? So they didn't distract you and they're all urgent. Right? I mean, we have messages coming in right and left. We've got kids doing 10,000 things. There's just a lot of stress in our lives right now. So I consider that the gateway root cause. The other root cause is having a chronic infection something that your body hasn't completely cleared that's stuck in your system somewhere. Another root cause is mitochondrial dysfunction. And another root cause is toxic overload. And then the final root cause is working with um, limbic emotional brain. That's that's uh, really interesting. And it's interesting that mitochondrial dysfunction is just one within yes. that. Because we just did, we did a podcast recently with Ari Witten. If you haven't heard yeah. that one, go check that out too. But yeah. where it was talking about, you know, mitochondrial function and dysfunction and it's interesting that it's we're talking about here that having chronic fatigue can be more than just that. There's more to it than that. So that's really, and, and 
how is someone going to know that this is chronic fatigue that they have other than just that they're not getting better with rest when they're, when they're taking the time to rest, are there certain lab markers maybe that they they're going to their doctor that they can see that are off that could be indicators? Unfortunately, there aren't any basic lab markers that are consistent across the board. This is the other thing that throughout the literature, doctors, you know, researchers have been trying to figure out, like, is there a pattern that we can see with certain inflammatory markers or anything that can help us diagnose this condition with one objective test? And the answer is no. I mean, so far, we haven't found anything that says, yes, I have chronic fatigue, which leads people into this super frustrating and very common situation, which is where they're exhausted and they go to their doctor and they come back and get told their labs are all normal. Now, as a functional medicine doctor, I can read normal labs in a different way. So I start to see patterns um, in some labs that are clues and indications that there may be a root cause that we need to dig deeper in. Each one of the five root causes, I have specific ways that I love to share with people who are struggling with this and trying to self-diagnose and also with practitioners. There's, there are specific either tests, special tests that you can run and or just symptoms that you can see that you can listen for to figure out which one of the root causes is most powerful, you know, affecting that person the most. Yeah. Cause so many people go to their physicians and, you know, they're giving, being told your lab, your lab results are normal. They're within this really wide range and they're normal, yeah. but yeah. there are patterns. Oftentimes it could be spotted or picked up by somebody who has the eye for that. Yeah, I'm exactly. You, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. And do you see in your clinic, do you see a lot of people, I want to make sure we tie this to bone health and osteoporosis too. Do you see a lot of people that have chronic fatigue that also have osteoporosis? I see this all the time. I really do. And and I've had the same experience. I mean, it's partly why I was so excited when we first met and we had this conversation because I love what you're doing about bone growth. You're bringing this whole other aspect back into for osteoporosis, people who are struggling and I have had osteoporosis. My mom had osteoporosis and she also had chronic fatigue. I'm not saying that that's like, but, but yes, in my clinic, I would say the majority of certainly the women who come in with chronic fatigue, we see either osteopenia or osteoporosis in the majority of them. And some of them are getting these diagnoses earlier than you see in the general public it's coming a little bit sooner. And I would bet some of those underlying root causes or those, you know, the, the things that are actually contributing to chronic fatigue, I would bet some of those individual root causes could be contributors themselves to bone loss and osteoporosis. But also what would you say are, is there something else that you notice in people with chronic fatigue that specifically contributes to bone loss or osteoporosis? I think there's a number of different things, but I do want to point out this one thing because I think there's a piece that um, often doesn't get talked about that's similar between the two, which is the sense of powerlessness. Mm. And I mean, I know that you've you you experienced this with the osteoporosis, and you're doing something about it in terms of understanding what the process is and helping people take steps to heal. I feel like the same thing happens with people when they have chronic fatigue syndrome or myalgic encephalitis, which is 
there's this sense of powerlessness in um in one just physically you feel powerless because you're tired you literally just don't have the energy to do things but you also feel powerless because you're told there's nothing that you can do to heal this, that we don't have any answers for you. I'm sorry, you just have to rest more or drink more coffee. Literally, I've had patients come in with being told that by their doctors. I'm sorry, honey, you're just going to have to get used to it and drink more coffee, you know, which makes me want to scream. <laughs> yes. No, please no. <laughs> or say a few words that I'm not going to say right now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. And um, so I definitely see that that's a common denominator that I'm pretty fervent about getting back to. But yes, ask me another question because I got confused. No, that's okay. Myself. No, that's okay. No worries. <laughs> and I would say too, um, you know, being sedentary is going to be a contributor to to bone loss and osteoporosis. If you're not up and you're not moving and you're not providing that stimulus, especially for extended periods of time, what you don't use will go away, right? Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's one of the main reasons we see so much osteoporosis in those in people who are dealing with chronic fatigue is in terms of just not being able to move. Also, they may have had injections. Sometimes they have other things like if I had taken a steroid injection for my frozen shoulder, that would have contributed to some bone loss, right? Mm -hmm. There's also the whole just the system is more acidified when you're under stress. So there's a lot of um, communication in the body that increases stress levels when you're dealing with chronic fatigue. I, you know, there's the whole, there's, there's a lot happening with, you know, one, you may stress may be one of the reasons you got into the chronic fatigue pattern, but once your system is dysregulated, once you have inflammation, there are literally signals happening in the body. And I know um, you talked to Ari about mitochondria, but mitochondria are one of the places that senses what's happening in the cell. And it, it sends these, this, you know, are we okay? Are we not okay? Messages up through the cells into the system, through the vagus nerve up into that limbic brain, which is attached to the autonomic nervous system, which is a part of your stress response. And there can be a negative feedback loop where you end up getting more and more stressed in your body and more and more inflamed in your body, which again, you're in this more acidic state, which means that what are you going to do? It's going to pull calcium out of the freaking bone to, to balance your pH. So I think that this is part of why people with chronic fatigue and chronic illness are more likely to have osteoporosis outside of just the fact that maybe they're sedentary for you know years or decades of their life or less likely to be active. I also think that some of the root causes of chronic fatigue, such as toxic overload, um, can have an impact too. I mean, there's I just found a study about chickens and their bones and how those chickens that are fed feed with more mycotoxins in it are unable to produce strong enough bones. And it's to the to the point where they're actually rejecting those chickens that, you know, they can't be eaten because their bones are so malformed. And what they think is going on is that there's that the aflatoxins actually affect the vitamin D process of actually, yeah, converting vitamin D into this active form. And then the, and the mycotoxins also affect the liver's ability to transform vitamin D into its, into its form. So that is, you know, there's lots of, I think there's lots of reasons 
that we see this. And I personally am curious about the chronic viral piece. I have not yet had the time, but this is like one of those like on Jenny's list to look into and research because I'm really curious how that's affecting it. Yeah, because there are a group of people that are, and that's that's really interesting about the mycotoxins too, right. and and uh, the impact that that can have on our bone health. Also, right. mold, uh, mycotoxins. Yeah. What other connection there have you seen with increase of bone loss and osteoporosis? Any other one? Well, well, if you think, I mean, this is theoretical, but if you think about the fact that mycotoxins really impact how the intestines work, about how the digestive system is working, then you you know you're impacting nutrient absorption at that point. And anytime you're impacting nutrient absorption, you've got to be impacting bone development. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. No, nutrient absorption is uh, so, so important for yeah. just healthy yeah. body, healthy bones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, we just touched on this, uh, but long haulers even mm-hmm. also, is there a connection there with, um, with bone loss, osteoporosis, anything like that too? And also chronic fatigue. I consider long haulers to be another form of chronic fatigue syndrome. I don't see it separate because if you look at the five root causes, one of them is a chronic infection. And so what is long haulers? Long haulers is an infection that the body didn't completely clear and is still making that person feel exhausted. It can impact different things depending on on that person's sensitivity. Anytime somebody has an infection, whether it's the flu or something else that they don't clear it completely. It's going to go to where your system is weak for sure. For somebody listening to this that has chronic fatigue, can you give us an example of the healing process? Like how how does that work for somebody getting from the point of being, have, don't not having the energy, not able to get to a point where they can even rest themselves to energy or supplement themselves to getting that energy. Uh, How do they, how do they even start? Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody out there is listening to this and you're feeling really, really exhausted, one, my heart goes out to you because I know what a struggle it is for you. And this is considered an invisible illness where you look so good. People don't understand that you're really struggling with this exhaustion. It happens a lot to women. And I think women, we tend to think a lot of stuff. We just have to take care of it ourselves and kind of keep it from others. And this is one where I would say, if you are struggling with fatigue, if you don't feel like you have the energy to go into your day and feel really excited and good about your day and have sustained energy throughout the day, then I would start beginning to look at, gosh, is it possible that I have one of the root causes that's going into chronic fatigue? So to answer your question is what's the healing process? The healing process from this large kind of amorphous, large thing called chronic fatigue that nobody really quite understands is to really discover what is your root cause. Once you understand what your key root causes, then it's really a lot easier to make the complex simple and start taking steps to do the healing. So when somebody comes to me and we're working with them and they have and they're really struggling, I can think of this one person. She was um she was in her late 30s, early 40s, and she was so tired that she was napping on the floor while making dinner and her kids were playing around her after work. Like that's how tired she was. And so when she came in to see me, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look like which of 
that person's four health foundations are out of balance. So the health foundations are things like digestion, detoxification, your movement and your breath, your rhythm and your sleep and your mindset and your spirit. Like out of all of those, if we were to talk about one that we really need to dial in, that's going to literally be that foundation, like a foundation of a building, it has to be strong so you can be strong. Which foundation do we want to shore up? We want to do that. So for her, it was digestion detoxification. So we focused on getting her on an anti-inflammatory diet and getting her eating the foods that would strengthen her system so her gut could function best. This is going to affect your immune system, your mood, everything. So that's what we focused on with her. For somebody else, it might be really dialing in their sleep or their mindset piece. The second step is then, and you can do these at the same time. The second is what is the primary root cause or the top two root causes? A lot of these root causes interact. And if we had more time, we could talk about the whole, I just talked to Ari and he said mitochondria is the root of everything. And why is Dr. Jenny saying that mitochondria is a root cause separate? They do have this interaction between them but it really helps people to have a more clear path to healing when you break it down. And so I would, you can begin to have a really good sense of what your root cause is based on what symptoms your body's already telling us. Our bodies are throwing out signals to us all the time. We just need to know what to be listening for so that we can begin to figure out which root cause is affecting us the most even within that, um, that framework, which sounds really, really helpful. Are there specific tips or anything like that, that maybe listeners that are, are with us right now that could say, okay, I can take this away from this conversation and go implement this today and maybe get a small win. I say the number one thing for everyone dealing with chronic fatigue is to maintain hope. And, and I say that with I, I really say that just a hundred percent. That's the most important thing because you're being told by too many people that there's, there's no way to treat. And, and I disagree with that. I disagree with that statement. There's so much that you can do. So really the number one thing is to maintain hope and to keep knocking on doors until you find the answers you need that work with your body. Now that said, I do think that there are basic things that we can do every day to support our bodies to get to a higher level of health. There are things that we can do. And it, again, it really depends on what where you feel like your system needs the most help. So when you look at yourself, you know, if, if stress is your biggest problem and it's easy to be very stressed and overwhelmed in our world right now, just bringing in something where you can come back and get your nervous system to calm down and relax can be very, very helpful. Super simple thing you can do is to just notice when that's happening, choose to change and take a breath in and out and breathe out twice as long as you breathe in. And that will shift your system in from a sympathetic into a parasympathetic rest and digestive place. Love that. Love that. And, and I always tell people too, you know, it is so important to maintain hope and to know that you can get to the place that you want to be. And I always say, you know, you don't, you don't have to know, you just need to know where the path leads. Right. You don't have to know where each step is placed day one. And if That's you're, right. if you're here and you have low energy and you are like, gosh, I just want to be vibrant again. I want to have a vibrant life. I want to be active. I want to play with my kids or my grandkids or, 
you know, I just want to get to that point. I just don't know how. All you have to know is that's where you want to go and just maintain a focus on that. And we can figure out the steps to get you there. I 100% agree with that. I 100% agree. And, um, you know, we're very much aligned in this. And that's very much what people need to do is just to have that vision of what they want and to find the steps to get there. And when I said in the beginning that I feel like there's this combination of the sense of powerlessness with people who are diagnosed with osteoporosis and those that are diagnosed with chronic fatigue or who just feel tired and haven't even had the diagnosis, I also feel like that for both, for people who are diagnosed with either one of those or both of those, it's really tapping in to that power that we have inside our own bodies to heal. We need to activate our own healing response in our bodies. And this is very powerful and very effective. When I talk about the fifth root cause, which is that limbic emotional brain, that piece can take you down or it can bring you up. And when you start actually using the 5% of our conscious brain, to activate the healing response in your body, you really begin to see huge changes in your life. And having that hope is like the first step of shifting your physiology from one of like, oh no, I'm in my victim to being like, no, I got this. Like, I know that there's an answer out there for me. I just need to find it. Love that. How can people get in touch with you, Dr. Jenny, if they want to find you, work with you, get in contact with you, where do they find you at? There's two places they can find me. If you are interested in taking, I have a quiz where you can take, find out what your root cause is. It's on my website, drjennytofankian.com. And it's right there on that homepage. I have, for those of you who love to do programs on your own, in your own time, I have a program where I walk you through how it is that you discover your root causes and your four health foundations. It's also on that website. If you're somebody who's really looking for that, next level transformation and want to consider working with me one-on-one, -on -one, then go ahead and go to my clinic website, enjoyfullhealth.com. And you can uh, reach out to my team at that site. Perfect. So we're going to leave all the resources, show notes, everything Dr. Jenny just mentioned there over at bonecoach.com forward slash Dr. Jenny Tefankian, osteoporosis, chronic fatigue. Uh, and then also, I just want to remind everyone, you can find us for Bone Coach. You can find us on the podcast if you're listening there. Make sure you go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe there as well. If you're on YouTube, go to the podcast, subscribe there. And then all of our other social channels, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, which is just kind of starting out as at the time of recording this video. And uh, all those other places you can find us at Bone Coach or at Bone Coach Kevin. I want to thank everyone again so much for your time. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you found this episode of The Bone Coach Show helpful. You can find all the resources, show notes, everything mentioned over at bonecoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, be sure to share it with someone you love, a friend, family member, even a group of people. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode that can help you improve your bones, your health, and your future. One last reminder, if you haven't done so already, head over to bonecoach.com for more great resources to help you get on the path to stronger bones and an active future. I'm your bone coach, Kevin Ellis. I'll see you in the next episode.